You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everyone. This is Connie and welcome to today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so beautiful to be here with you today. I didn't have an episode last week and I really missed missed this platform and these conversations so I'm really excited to be back here with you today. I have a really beautiful guest with me today. Her name is Shannon Kayser and Shannon and I connected probably two or three years ago through our work. Um, well at the time I was just writing on a blog that I had called A Life of Perfect Days and Shannon was doing her writing as well and we came across each other's path and since then we've sort of been you know, following each other's work and, and we've found that we're really in a very similar space in terms of what we share and what we believe in. So we're coming together today to have a really beautiful conversation with you about happiness and about finding happiness. And I think um, from what I know of Shannon's work and also my perspective, it might sort of surprise you the approach that we take uh, with this conversation. I have no idea where it's going to go, but I feel like it's going to be really beautiful. So just to introduce Shannon to you if you're not familiar with her work. So she has been labelled a modern thought leader on the rise by Cathay Truth. She is the best-selling author of Find Your Happy, an inspirational guide to loving life to its fullest, and a five-time contributing author to Chicken Soup for the Soul. Shannon left her successful career in advertising to pursue her passion for writing. Today, she's an author, travel writer, inspirational speaker, life coach, and the founder of the website playwiththeworld.com, which was recently named Top 100 Self-Help Blogs on the Internet by the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. She inspires others to be their authentic self and live their own creative life adventures. And Shannon's going to be a beautiful person for us to talk to about happiness today because as I mentioned, she's written a book on the topic and I know it's something that she's really worked on in her own life. So I can see that Shannon has come on the line. I'm going to bring her on and we can kick off this beautiful conversation. Hello, Shannon. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, can you hear Hi. me? Hi. <laughs> I can. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's so good to talk to you. Sorry for the delay there. Oh no, there was there wasn't much of a delay at all. It is so nice to have you here, and um, I really appreciate you taking time to come and speak with me today. Absolutely, I love this show. I love everything about all that you're doing. So I'm really happy to to connect with you. Yeah, this is awesome, and it's so funny for us because I know we've connected online for quite a few years, but this is the first time we're actually having a a conversation together. So I'm <laughs> really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Isn't that fun how that works? <laughs> yeah. You almost feel like you already know someone when you've um sort of been online friends with them for so long. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what's so great, I think, about technology right now. It really brings us, I mean, you're in Australia and here I am in Portland, Oregon, and I feel like we're just hanging out together. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It can connect us no matter where we are. Uh, isn't it the best? It's awesome. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be talking about happiness today, and, and the title of this episode is Finding Happiness. And I would be intrigued to know what people sort of think or feel when they see that topic, finding happiness, and what comes up for them. Because I know in my journey of uh, creating happiness for myself, 
there was a lot of times that I saw it as a destination or something uh, in the future that I would work towards. And, you know, it would come from achieving certain things in my life and reaching a certain point that I thought when I got there, then I would be happy. And, and perhaps that's at the moment the perspective a lot of people take towards happiness. So I'm, I'm really curious just to kick things off because you've obviously, you've written a book uh, called Find Your Happy. So this is something you've obviously done quite a bit of work around. What's your perspective on, on this concept of finding happiness? Yeah, I think it's a great topic to talk about, especially right now, because there seems to be this movement going on, especially really all over the world. People are desperate for happiness because there's so much fear and there's so much kind of chaos going on just on the planet and also just in our own internal lives. And so depression is at an all-time high. You know, suicide rates are just uh, out, just super high right now. And I feel mm-hmm. like we're searching for happiness, but we're not, many of us aren't able to achieve it because of what you just said. It's kind of that quest, that constant look outside of ourselves. And that's exactly what happened to me. That was my journey. I hit a quarter-life crisis, really, because I was on a desperate plan to achieve as much as I could. And I was in advertising. I wanted to run my own company by the age of 30. And, and I was reaching all these goals as far as, you know, certain financial goals, owning, you know, a really great place to live, having a man who wanted to marry me, and just all these things that looked like I had it together. But on the inside, I was miserable. I was really depressed. I was in a dark place and I, I hit rock bottom. You know, I was suffering in eating disorders. I was addicted to drugs. And I, I got to a place where I said, I can't keep living this way. Something's got to change. And so it was really a moment for me where my internal voice finally, for the first time in my life, and at the time I was, uh, I want to say 26, first time in my life, my inner voice said, follow your heart. And mm-hmm. ever since then, I've been doing that. And that led me to move quit my job in the corporate world and and become and do what I do today, which is really showing and sharing with people how you can find happiness. And it really starts with with ourselves and and stop looking outside of ourselves. And, you know, to your point, I do feel that the word happy kind of makes people uncomfortable too. You know, when I tell people... I tell people my book is Find Your Happy, and some people are in a place, I know what it's like when I was so depressed, like, it doesn't matter if people are are telling you you can be happy, you you have to be able to do the work on your, really look inside of yourself, what is it that makes you tick, what is it that you're here for, what is it that you really want, and until we ask those questions, you know, no outward search or clothes or boyfriend or anything is going to make us happy, and I think that's where the discomfort comes from. Mm, because very often we're not quite taught how to go on that inner journey of how to find the happiness within. And I have a similar experience to you that I spent a large portion of my 20s just chasing, chasing, chasing. And and that's at the moment that a lot of people feel that's where the happiness comes from, is outside of them, is in the attainment of these things. Um, And so sometimes we do have to reach that point, as you mentioned, that rock bottom or that breaking point where we're just pushing and pushing and nothing is working and and perhaps life looks a certain way on the outside, but that inner void, you know, that emptiness or that hole that just isn't being filled no matter what we get, when it gets to that breaking point, that's when we have to go, okay, I'm willing to try something different here. So the inner journey to happiness, what was that like for you? I mean, 
I mean, I can share a bit about my story as well, but for you, where do we even begin, you know, um, taking our attention off the outside and, and doing that work on the inside? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, Connie, it's amazing because I don't think we're obviously not the only ones do, who have gone through this. And I feel like our generation in itself, there's just tremendous amount of people who are feeling this way because the rules are, are different for everyone who's on the planet now. You know, what our parents did and what our grandparents did is no longer working. And that's why there's this inner shift and this kind of vibrational pull. And the more we ignore it, that's the that's where the tension comes in and I feel like that's where the depression really comes in. And mm. so to your to your point really for me, it started, you know, they call it Saturn Returns for a lot of people mm-hmm. where right before you turn 30. And I know that that's really what I did experience. And I, w- I remember sitting in the advertising agency and I had never taken a vacation in all the years that I worked. I was just such a workaholic. And I asked my boss, I said, you know, I'd, I'd really like to take a trip. And he looked at me like blown away. He immediately approved <laughs> it because, of course, they're like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> but when I took a trip, I went to Paris. And, oh, my gosh, that's where I found myself. And I really say, like, I went on a love affair in my honeymoon in Paris because I took my computer and I wrote every day. And I had never really written before, but all of a sudden it was like the real me came out. And I was just Mm -hmm. blogging about my experience there and shared my blog with my family and friends. And then I sent one of the blogs to Chicken Soup for the Soul just on a whim, not even really thinking about it. They had a call out for thinking positive, and um, they accepted the story. And when I received that letter and it said, you are a published author, it was the happiest moment of my life. And that's when I said, Shannon, you got to get your your stuff together right now because this is who you are and you got to get clear. You got to leave advertising. You basically have to release what no longer serves you. And that really set the, the inner journey forward. And I accessed it daily by, you know, it's obviously a transition, but instead of looking at it as a horrible thing you know a lot of change can be very devastating and scary I think I really looked at it in the moment day by day what can I do each day to really help set me up for reaching my goals and so it became a more compassionate way to gently go into the journey versus having such high expectations on getting there Mm. you know I can I just um, had a flashback to my little transformation the time I went through and I can relate so clearly to what you said because the blog that I started about three years ago was called A Life of Perfect Days and I remember at the time I remember feeling like happiness as you described previously felt like such a foreign and big thing for me to try to achieve and I I just looked at it and I thought I have no idea how to get there so what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do is I'm going to take it one day at a time like you said and I started just just with small daily practices. And I remember thinking, can I just make each day a little bit better than the day before? And so I would show up each day with my intention of how I wanted to feel and my little daily practices that supported me with that. And and I just thought, I'm going to try to make today the perfect day, the most beautiful day that it can be. And so that was where my blog began because I just wanted to share daily things that people could begin to bring in to support them and and it's a beautiful place to start when when you feel so far from where you want to be is with those small daily baby steps that over time really lead up to accumulating to big changes. 
Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think I love. I remember three years ago too. I loved your blog because that's about the time I started play with the world too, with the same intent. And I remember just thinking, I got that right away when I looked at it and felt that and started reading it. And I think what happens for so many of us, I know, because when we were there in the depression, it becomes so overwhelming that we almost become paralyzed by the fear, even though we know we want to be happy. And um, that baby step, just one step, literally, what one thing can you do today that your future self will just hugging for that's really Mm. all it is one step (laughs) Mm. and I love what you were saying before about your um, transition out of your your career that wasn't true for you into what you love to do which is writing and I remember seeing a lot of your journey really being about traveling and writing as well that was something that you seem to have so much passion for and love for and one of the Mm. biggest things I see in so many women that I work with is this real denial of what they really want and what they love and and what their heart is calling them towards. And for me, my journey of experiencing happiness has been the times that I've said yes to my heart and I've said yes to what I love and I've taken the risk to be, you know, it's kind of like being willing to be who you really are, what you really love um, and let go of the, the outcomes and the, expectations so have you found the same thing that really showing up each day to just do what your heart is calling you towards has really been supportive in finding your happiness yes absolutely that is really what the book find your happy is all about it's not at all about leaving a job you hate or any any certain situation it really is about everyone has their own compass and everyone has their own internal happiness and we're born with it and then we grow up and we often stray from it, whether it's, you know, situations in life, you know, we see our parents fight, we divorce, bankruptcy, wars, you know, all kinds of pain that we feel in the world. And then these walls come up around the heart and we forget how to listen to it and we really forget mm. how. And so I work with a lot of women because, you know, I do life coaching as well. And I find that so many of women, especially men as well, but more women, they we are afraid to put ourselves first because society and just the world has really conditioned us to, to think I'm okay when you're okay. And as long as my family is <laughs> taken care of and as long as, you know, all these people, because we're caregivers, we have big hearts that we want to share. And so it really is about, and, but what happens, you know, at the end of the day, we're depleted, we're exhausted, and we wonder why we feel numb inside and why everything's going by past us and we're just feeling like we're on no man's land. And I think it really does tap in and tap back to what brings you joy. Follow your joy route. And for me, it was travel. I am such an just giant adventure junkie like that is my heart is so happy when I'm doing new things and so that's really a part of what I do is share and not everyone loves adventures but what they do have and love is life adventures like even cooking that can become an adventure or petting your dog or playing with your children like all of these going to the beach sitting at the beach in the sand it's just oh such a beautiful experience that in itself can open up our heart and a lot of times it's hard for us to take a step, but when you just say, you know what, I feel like I should go to the beach today, and we just honor that and go to the beach, all of a sudden your mind is in a new place and you start getting more clarity. So the more we honor our heart, I'm sure you've seen that, Connie, like it really becomes more clear. The path opens up even more gracefully. Mm. 
and it becomes so much easier to follow it because you just started to develop the relationship with yourself and your heart and your feelings, you know, with those small things like, what do I feel to do? I feel to go to the beach. And even that is starting to build the relationship where you're dropping out of your head a bit and you're dropping into your heart more. And and when you were talking about, um, you know, saying yes to ourselves and what we want, what was really coming up for me was this feeling of, of worthiness, of really feeling deserving and worthy of, of, of the life that we would love to live, of our happiness. Because I think that was really the turning point for me when I started to make my transition because I was the same as, as you described. I was in an um, industry of community services and caring for other people. So I was giving a lot. And I got to a point and I thought, you know what, what about me? Like what would I love? And And you have to be willing to really honor yourself and feel worthy and deserving of what you love and say yes to that. Was that part of your experience as well of making that change? Absolutely, yes. And and that was really the the backbone of it. And that's why I was able to walk away from corporate and, and not look back and why I literally quit drugs and my eating disorders cold turkey. They no longer served me because I said, you know what, I'm worth it. I'm worth my dreams. And I'm worth stepping forward. And it really is a shift that has to happen on the inside. And I know all many women who are listening and, and many women, friends and people we work with, they want it, but they don't know how to get it. And I think the more we try to get it, the more it keeps us from getting it. It's just like the happiness, the pursuit of happiness. I think it's really just being willing to be present and listen to yourself in the moment. What is it your heart's you, we are, and we have the opportunity to be our own best friends, and it's right there with us. Just giving yourself permission to be you mm-hmm. and not necessarily listening to what society thinks they need of you is really, I think, the first kind of opening the catalyst for it. Mm. And the, again, just going deeper on that inner journey because I, this is something that I, I'm so passionate about is the inner work and a lot of women come to me saying I don't quite know how to do it or what it even is, you know, and so I guess both of our work is really about supporting people with that journey. But for me personally, and I'd be interested to see if this has been your experience as well, um, you mentioned earlier you know that that happiness is at our core who we are. I mean, without all the stories and the drama, we are, when we're present in our heart, in this natural, beautiful space of contentment and peace. There's nothing um, taking us away from that. And so for me personally, the practice of meditation and just coming into stillness in myself has really supported me to find this almost natural, effortless happiness that just bubbles up when my mind isn't trying to take me out of it, you know, or when my mind isn't telling me, what's wrong with my life or what's wrong with me. When those yeah. things fall away, there is, it's almost like you realize happiness is your natural state. We just take ourselves out of it. <laughs> have you experienced Absolutely. that as well? Yeah, you know, I have some um, actually great experiences with that. I know in the beginning it's funny because I tried to meditate and I would get so frustrated and I work with a lot of people now who, you know, we hear that meditation is really wonderful and it's going to help you, but I believe, just as I had in the beginning, there's this kind of misconception that you're, you know, sitting on a pillow, zenning out or oming. Everyone has a different type of meditation. And what I learned for me and what really changed my experience with with life was really to play with the world in the sense that meditation can be anything that brings you joy because it mm. it completely puts you in the moment, whether it is. And so for me, I was very much into endurance 
active, I was a triathlete, and so my running became my meditation. And then I really, I'm super into yoga now, and I consider that my meditation. I, I do do moments where I sit on the pillow, but I find for me more, my meditation is about experiencing life and being fully in the body. And to your point, when that happens, everything else falls away. Some people, it's painting. For me, it's when I write. And everything can drop away. And so instead of looking at what society thinks, we should be doing, you know, we see these gurus and we see these great self-help authors, you know, and I think it's wonderful, but we have to find what works for us. And when we do, it it really becomes a dance with life. Mm, I've actually been, um, it's beautiful you raise that. I've been realizing that a lot with with some of my current clients who are sort of saying to me they're struggling with meditation. And I've I've been sharing the exact same thing. It's It's whatever it is that kind of, as you said, drops you into your body, brings you into the present and it's almost like your head just goes clear and and yes Yes. you can get that by sitting on a meditation pillow but I know a lot of my clients and me too I get it in nature you know I just go and walk along the coast along the ocean and it's like yeah and I feel like I've been in a meditation practice for an hour or you know people get it yeah or people get it um as you said through movement you know if if you're quite that kinesthetic person and you through movement being in your body it, it calms your mind or Whatever that doorway is for you, and painting does it for me as well, actually, that creative oh, yeah. flow, you know. Um, yeah. So it, it is, it's that practice of just dropping out of the head because, I mean, what I've noticed as I've gone on my journey, it really is only my mind and my thoughts that takes me away from happiness. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I like... Um, I got goosebumps when you said that. I was so excited. If you were here in front of me, I'd give you a hug because I think that's, that's really how it is. And, you know, what's interesting is that's how we go through life and, and the pain and the depression that we feel. And, you know, you and I have both been there. We've been in such dark places and we understand and we can see it really is about the thoughts and how you look at it. And that was the first, I want to back up, that was really the mm. first shift for me. After I hit that rock bottom, the shift happened when I, I woke up the next morning with this clarity and said, you know what, you're still in the same situation. You can't control the situation, Shannon, but you can control how you're looking at it. And all of a sudden I started, instead of like hating and judging and condemning the people who were, you know, not giving me whatever it was that I thought I needed or whatever the situation, you know, I was appreciation. I turned to appreciation. I turned all of those expectations in me, 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 or how my life should be into gratitude. And I said, you know, this this too shall pass. I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to enjoy the city I live in right now and, and just work daily, moment by moment, towards my goal. But I have to look at this differently. It's the only thing I can control right now. So I really think you nailed it. Mm, I can relate so strongly to that because you, when you do start to have the, the wake-up moments where you realize you want to make a shift, your world doesn't change right away. I mean, as we both experience, it does in time. It starts to reflect, you know, the changes you're making on the inside, but it doesn't happen right away. And so mm-hmm. it is it's those small shifts in perspective that you take moment by moment where you, you choose to maybe see a positive aspect rather than only focusing on the negative or choose gratitude and appreciation, as you said, um, about where you're currently at or what's going on. It is such a profound, simple place to start for people to bring awareness to what are you thinking about this situation at the moment and to realize it's only your thoughts and your judgment and your resistance to that that is causing all the discomfort. 
Yes. Yeah, 100%. You know, I think, yeah, it was Buddha who said pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And I think mm-hmm. it comes back to our thoughts because situations will happen in life. And that's really, you know, honestly, that's what Find Your Happy is about. All of it is about coming back to who you are, but recognizing you, we, I truly believe with every fiber of my body that we can be happy in the dark periods of our life because mm-hmm. we have that, we have the capacity to look at it in a way that we know we're growing, we're learning. And it's all part of, helping us become who we're really supposed to be. And and I love that perspective of life as well because I've started to shift into that a lot lately that life isn't as much as, you know, about trying to get things and get life to be a certain way and be successful and whatever, you know, we've learnt life needs to be. It's about this beautiful unfolding within us, this Mm -hmm. journey that we go on. There is so much to learn in the challenging times. There is so much to to experience and grow from and expand in ourselves in those times where life is the hardest, you know? So I've actually I've actually started to particularly at the moment break into this space of profound gratitude when I'm really challenged. Because I'm like this is where I find out what I'm made of, you know, and this is where I get to break free from um, all of the limiting stuff I've been telling myself and really dig deep to find my true power and my true strength within me. And it is a phenomenal perspective for people to take rather than looking at life saying something's gone wrong and I'm just going to give up. It's like, let me see who I can become in in this experience. I love that, and that's really such a beautiful way to really live because, you know, this is life, this is, we're here, and it can become this up-and-down experience, and we can go up and down and let the drama pull us in and out, or we can really, almost like surfing, you know, we can ride the waves with a little bit more grace and ease and knowing that everything is connected and part of a greater good for our own well-being. What if, for just for a moment, what if everything in your life was happening for you to help you be you, your extraordinary you, to help you connect to love. Mm. Mm. And that's a so much more of an empowered way of thinking because I know the times where I haven't been connected to my happiness, I've got into the, you know, the, quite that victim mentality of why is this happening and why me and why isn't my life going the way that I want it to. But to, yeah, to search for the, the beautiful lesson and the golden nugget that's hiding in there for you in that opportunity is, uh, and to know that, you know, as you said, it's it's happening for your higher good. It's happening so that you can grow to a new level in yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I find too, it's interesting because I do feel that there's a misconception too with like with us and the work that we do. I think what's so beautiful about you, Connie, is you're so open and honest. And I think there's, a lot of self-help authors and people out there, it's almost like they have it all figured out, but we're going through this too, and I fall out all the time. But I have mm. the tools now that I can really bounce back in and say, you know what, this is a learning. I, this just means I'm going to roll up my sleeves bigger, like just get in and dig deeper because I got some great work to do. And I find that when I fall out, a lot of times it comes back to old patterns or beliefs. You know, it's never, never going to be even for, you know, I just feel like so many people are trying to get there, but there is no there to get to. Happiness and life in itself, it, it's a journey. It's, it's a way of life versus a, a destination. And just recognizing that can really help us feel more empowered in the moment. That's so true. Yeah, it's so true that you can experience it in this moment and that it's not something you have to strive for. It's Yeah, 
it's really beautiful. So yeah. I'm aware we're coming towards the end of our time together. It's crazy how quickly um, 30 minutes can go. But I, I just wanted to see if, there, if there's anything else you wanted to share, you know, for people or from your personal experience or to, again, support people who are on this journey of, of wanting to go deeper into this experience of happiness. Is there anything else you wanted to share with people? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to recognize that you are right where you need to be and you didn't do anything wrong. Everything is in right order and just trusting, trusting yourself that you're 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 there. You're great. Mm-hmm. I think it's just great. <laughs> yeah, it's been great yeah. to be here with you. Thank you. And I do have a, my website playwiththeworld.com. You, if you go to the website, you can get a free Love Your Life to the Fullest guide, and that can help you on your journey as well. Beautiful, beautiful. And just to add on to what you just said then, I think that's exactly right. The moment that you can practice an acceptance of just being like, what if where I am right now is exactly where I need to be? And what if nothing has gone wrong, everything is perfect, and and I can just almost open up and embrace this moment for whatever it brings me. That in itself is just so powerful. (laughs) I love it. I know. And, you know, honestly, finding happiness starts with accepting where you are and then everything else really falls into place yeah that is such a beautiful point and that is such a beautiful um place to end because it's a phenomenal starting (laughs) point for people is it's just like what can you start to accept that you're currently resisting and making wrong and judging (laughs) yes yes exactly and of course be (laughs) compassionate with yourself because it's uh, just (laughs) thank you connie it's been so great (laughs) connecting with you Oh my gosh, I've just so enjoyed this conversation and I just really appreciate you taking time to be here with me as well and sharing all your beautiful wisdom with my listeners. Yes, thank you. And when I come to Australia, I'll definitely come see you. Give me a phone call, absolutely. Come (laughs) see me. (laughs) Yeah, wonderful. I love it there. Awesome, awesome. Well, you have a beautiful evening for you. You have a beautiful evening. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you. Hugs. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.